Uh, welcome to Disney Minus, where normally we talk about Disney movies, but this time as a punishment to Cat, uh, where we did another documentary, except that Cat is sick and is not here right now. She might come in later if she survives. You will find out. In the meantime, I'm Steven, and instead of coming up with a bit this week, I quit my job. And me, Neo <laughs> Substitute Veer, and my high heels will be the high heels to pierce the heavens. But And, um, hello, I'm guesting on here. I'm Mew, yes. and the chaos is complimentary. <laughs> yes, we have a guest this yeah. time. Because Every notch is a random I... Ohio and that craze Ohio, the craze person from Ohio that I just picked off off the street by raving. There we go. In a perfume soundtrack. There we go. <laughs> yeah, because coming into this, Cat and I had both not heard of perfume, so we needed like at mm -hmm. least one person other than Beer that knows about them. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I could be of assistance. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, I only know them through her, so I figured we'd be the expert. <laughs> I'm by no means a perfect groupie, but they're my uh, favorite <laughs> band of all time, so I'm That's definitely fair. glad to be here to be able to talk about them. It's like giving me a ticket to go wild, and you have to listen to me now. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, the doc that was kind of just what we did last time. The documentary, isn't documentary didn't really do much in the way of plot, so it was just kind of riffing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, by all means. Already hold still? Go ahead. Oh, he didn't hold still. What? I was trying to balance a Lego on my puppy. Oh. He's still not holding still enough. He's like, Dad, what are you doing? Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this week we watched uh, the, docu the documentary, uh, My Music Story, Colon Perfume, which I keep meaning to look up if they have other My Music Stories or if this was they just do. a one-off. They do? Okay, I assumed. Mm -hmm. Who else? There's is a there? lot of them. <laughs> Wait, they were? Like, it's different musicians for each one, but it seems to be like a kind of like documentary series. Yeah, okay. But not. I. They're not labeled as a series, they're labeled as a movie. What? So, so, technically, since. They do have the Disney brand on them. I think most of them do go over the one hour mark that we agreed on the <laughs> movie should be. Terry, they do all go on the list. There we go. Okay, D uh, Disney Plus only brought up like three for me. So there is that, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Interessante. Anyway. anyway, we're talking about Perfume this time. Yeah, I learned about a whole new band. Mm hmm. I will Welcome say. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Welcome to my life. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> anyway, you were saying got... beer. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I would say my only real complaint about this documentary is that. They mostly got Perfume to come on to talk about how great Disney was. Well, yeah. And then the doctor remembered, mm, maybe we should also interview, talk about the people that were interviewing as well. I know, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it it was very much a departure from... Uh, 
from um, the Fauci one that we did last time. That was like an overview of, hey, here's this guy. This time it was mm-hmm. more, these chicks like Disney, so we're going to let them sing a couple of songs. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember when they announced the partnership, I was so excited because I was like, yes, this is another way for Perfume to reach an international audience because and then I don't know what it is about America, but when it comes to international music. Yeah, we just kind of don't. America mm-hmm. just kind of don't on international music. I've heard so many people say that because they don't understand the lyrics that the music can't connect with them and that to me seems kind of narrow because music is a very international language even if you don't understand the words there's something about the musical instruments the beats the rhythm the way people dance the way the song is sung literally there's an entire subset of music that is instrumentals i say subset but like (laughs) Mm -hmm. so much of music doesn't have lyrics you'll be fine (laughs) Basically, I mean, if you're going to knock on the fact that there's no lyrics in songs, I guess you must hate classical. Mm -hmm. But I digress. Yeah. This movie also gave me a new reason to be mad at cars. Not that I needed that, but (laughs) because we found out, oh, they they a song of theirs actually featured in cars. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I should look up the scene. And then it's just muted in the background as an entire conversation happens over it. And it's like, why? Why would you do this to me? The, the girls were so excited talking about it, too. They were like, yeah, we got to actually be in a Disney movie. It was cool. And it's like, but no one got to hear it. You got to make more room for very the cable guy. Slash the person that they got to do his voice in the Japanese dub. Which, I do like (laughs) that they did the Japanese dub of the movies when they, like, showed clips of of the movies that they were talking about. They did the Japanese dub instead of the English dub. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of... I wish that it was a little bit more prominent, but at the same time, just having it in there was good exposure. Because if you listen to soundtracks, that's going to come up as a full song in the actual album. Yeah. Like they were talking about a lot in the documentary, it was one of the songs that really made them blow up to begin with. So it's familiar to people who have already heard it. It's one that catches on in international audiences because of the interesting rhythms and the overall beat that it provides. That so is it's true. A that is fair. level drug, mm-hmm. to put it simply. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting distracted by puppy. Um. <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, like the documentary does open up with one of Perfume's songs. Um, yeah. I don't know few enough to remember the name of the song. It's called Story and it slaps. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am, I immediately decided, you know what? All of the songs in this thing are really good. <laughs> See, that's interesting to me cuz Story is actually one of my least favorite. I'd like to call them perfume instrumentals cuz they always have some song in their album that is just mostly electronic music. 
Yeah. And not so much lyric focused. Story is one of my least favorites. So I'm surprised <laughs> that it's so popular and it's one that they use to grab attention. Um, I don't know. In my opinion, they could have used so many things that are just as eye-catching, like fusion or even enter the sphere. They have a lot of really Ooh. good ones that I feel are a little better than story. That's fair. But I don't know. It must appeal to an international audience better, especially people who have never been exposed to them before. I guess. Like, I'm sure there was some kind of decision-making process to that, yeah. It it did do already a concern there at the very beginning of it, which was really funny. <laughs> yeah. The little, like, uh, can, like the noises it was making specifically at the beginning that kind of sounded like everything was grinding into place. He was sitting there like, hurt? Yeah. It's cool, but I don't know. It's definitely not my favorite. That's fair. I liked it, but that's fair. <laughs> and then Disney has them walk onto the void to do an interview. <laughs> I mean, like... Oh, I mean, like... White space. You will now sit on these um, blocks so that you don't blend in yeah. with the background and try to act natural. Thank you. There you go. Have a conversation. But, like... <laughs> But I don't know where I was going with that, but like, also but yeah. hit these certain points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah. Because, like, and this is, I'm sure, just an industry thing. Like, this is absolutely not a knock against perfume themselves, but like, yeah. you could tell from watching that, like, they're that, like, even though it was supposed to just come off as like them just hanging out and talking, like, it was, you can still tell it was like very much still scripted and like, um, Chore choreographed isn't the right word but like very much like still planned out like you guys are gonna sit just like this you're not gonna move very much because we've got a whole look already set up for you don't ruin it very much so definitely not something yeah. they're unused to i mean oh i'm sure gosh. at this point they're no strangers to walking on floating blocks i'll give you that <laughs> 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 but again, also like that's that's not even like an against them thing. Any kind of documentary about musicians or anybody famous, like they're gonna be in the parts where they're like just hanging out and being natural, quote unquote. Like they're gonna still be trying to maintain that image, just because that's the nature yeah. of the beast. Since this is Disney, it does have like a big, probably does have like a big budget for this type of documentary. But also, it is very much a. Yeah, Disney just tossed his pocket change, which God probably is about the same as a high, like a blockbuster movie, but still, it's a little yeah. effort one. Also, it's okay. You don't have to specify that you're not knocking the artist. You don't need to be afraid of my wrath. Mm -hmm. Maybe. <laughs> just sleep with one eye open. Yeah, any anything you <laughs> say it. can and will be used against you in the court of perfume is my favorite so watch it <laughs> see this is fair except that the sleep with one eye open also just shoved me over into metallica because that's how my fucking brain works i guess <laughs> i don't know anything about metallica oh uh, one of their one of their songs literally has that line in it it's a sleep with one eye open gripping your pillow tight and i was like so my brain just filled in the rest of the lyric and i was like god damn it <laughs> do they just do metal music? Is that what they do? Yeah, or at least the, like, I don't, again, I, it's one of the bands that, like, I know a little bit of, just because people that I know have been Metallica fans, but, like, 
I ha- I don't know a ton of their songs, but the, uh, from what I or from what I do know, yeah, they're like basically metal. Ah, oh, shoot, dog. I was gonna say if you like a lot of metal, then if you want to get into more international metal that's Japanese, you could try baby metal. I mean, I'm not against that. I have been meaning mm-hmm. like every now and then that that meme of them meeting Rob Zombie will like pop up in my Facebook feed, and I'm like, you know, I should check them out. <laughs> I don't listen to a lot of immediately stuff, forget. but they might be fun to listen to if you like metal. That's fair. I will say some of the music videos are pretty wild. There we go. What I need to get more of is, and like, I say this only knowing like one song of theirs from fucking Kill Bill, but the five, six, seven, eights, I forgot that they're like kind of rockabilly, but not quite. I forget exactly what where they fall into, but that shit was good. <laughs> Again, which I say knowing only like one of their songs, but <laughs> it's the kind of thing where I'm always like, you know, I should actually listen to more of their music and then I'll, again, just immediately forget. Dude, I've done that with so many different artists. I have so many friends oh that are God. waiting for me to get back to them on music that I just <laughs> literally have not touched. Yup. Mood. But yeah, back to the fume. Yes. <laughs> the reason Sorry, one sec. I'm today. getting shushed. Let me make sure this door is closed. Can't mm. let the demons get out. There we go. No, that happens basically every time we record. My wife will like text me from the bedroom like, Hey, I can hear everything you're saying. <laughs> She's in the walls. <laughs> She's in the goddamn walls. <laughs> the text is coming from inside the house. Oop. Uh, yeah, so. Like they have a few talk about Disney for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, it, pretty much anyone growing up in the era after Disney, like, became, or came onto the scene, is going to have, like, watched a fair amount of their stuff as kids, but, like, it was very much like, hey, talk about how great we are. Yeah. Very much so. At the same time, I also found it interesting to see how stuff that we as Americans grew up with also impacts people that are, you know, younger in other countries as well. It's really yes, cool that is that impact is honestly kind of global. You don't really think yeah. about it. That- I mean, Artie, what the fuck? Modern anime con- traces his hair just back to the original, like, Mickey Mouse cartoons. Oh shit, that's right. Like Steamboat, really? Yeah, a lot of modern animation stems from that. Yeah. And war cartoons, but let's yeah. not get into that. <laughs> well, well. Now I've got a puppy pouting at me because I have to keep the door closed. Already come here. Be puppy. Nope. <laughs> He's like, nah, uh, I'm gonna sit yeah. here. After they talk about how great Disney is for a while, <laughs> they like they're talking about songs that since I'm guessing Disney is letting them pick a few songs to cover. 
Yeah. While doing That's... doing like one main song. They, yeah, it was the first one that, that they was... chose was um the one song from Tangled that yeah. Rapunzel sings at the beginning. When will my life begin? That yeah. one. I really liked that... hearing it in a different language. Yeah. Mostly because I'm one of those snobs that likes to listen to a lot of foreign music. But it was cool <laughs> hearing a song that's familiar sung differently. In like, yeah, that like an unfamiliar way. Yes. I also like, like the music that, like, is they... similar. The way it's intoned is very similar, but there's a lot of different sounds and emphasis that just makes it really interesting to listen to. Yeah. I was. Little, I also really dug that. Like, it seemed like they added an extra verse, which was cool. I didn't even notice that. Lamont. Yeah. Um. They because they've. I've mainly noticed. I would not have caught it if it weren't for the fact that like they had that scene playing behind them as they sang. So like mm-hmm. there was a point where they got to what was the end of the song, in um in the movie. Which actually this might even just be that they that actually no because this was one that the character was singing. So the album version is probably not longer. But and then it like kept going for like another minute, and they were just showing like kind of random scenes from the or from the movie and like remixing that section a little bit, mm-hmm. which was cool. Yeah. And then they did part of your world, which I thought I would have thought, or well, I was hoping was they would game. do like three movies or three songs. Some. That it's, is true, but I like I after. After Rapunzel, it is. I think, is it Challenger or is there another song? No, I want to say it might have been Challenger. It was Cause 2 that they talked about. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Polyrhythm. Talking about Polyrhythm. Mm-hmm. I they do showed... know. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I do know that um, when they first announced their collaboration with Disney to make this documentary, the very first song that they kind of showed as a sample was the part of your world clips. So I remember oh, nice. when things were posted on my my Facebook group that I follow that's like <laughs> perfume and I was I was literally psyched. I was like, Oh my gosh, I know this song, I love this song. Look at my favorite favorite trifecta singing this song. Ah, I freaked out. <laughs> I, was, I was geeking out so bad. <laughs> I mean fair. Like you you get someone to cover Disney songs like part of your world is like a no brainer. Yeah, it's classic. You can't go wrong with it. I was really hoping they would do like a third one because I remember I forget which one. Um, one of them talking about like that she did she specifically liked Tangled and that song from it and like it was one of her top Disney songs. So I was like, oh, cool. They're gonna let like each of them pick their favorite Disney song or something and like that would have been really neat, but. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Doing doing Tangled and then Little Mermaid is also still cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after the chorus two bit, which is basically uh, another case of them talking about how great Disney is. Yeah, we we finally <laughs> get to who like them being actually allowed to talk about themselves <laughs> and. And it's like them leading up to the song Challenger. And this is honestly the best part of one of the best parts of the 
when the documentary actually gets good because <laughs> he's actually learning about perfume. Yeah, right. <laughs> Arguably, anything with them in it is good. But I mean, yeah. also yes. <laughs> but this is when they're the main focus now. Yeah, yeah I was excited for this part for sure. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to suck up to Mikey the Rat for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. I can't with the Mikey the Rat gig. It's so funny. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I can just call him Michael. I was. I don't know. I really like that when Veer mentioned that that's what you guys called him, and I was like. You, yeah. Wait, you what now? Yep. The rat. The rat. <laughs> He's just the rat. Not to be confused <laughs> with the rat from Ratatouille. Yes, mm. also true. Well, that one's Remy, Remy. or Little Chef, or the <laughs> puppeteer rat, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or no, wait, his name is Ratatouille. There we go. No, it's Remy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or Ratigan. Does anyone remember the Great Mouse Detective? Yeah, that was like the first movie that we did for this podcast. Oh, really? Oh, heck, sick. That's awesome. I'm outing myself as not having listened to this podcast before while being on it. (laughs) (laughs) Probably it'll have to be after this. (laughs) I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) My my kid coming in feeling bad that he's, or Grayson coming in feeling bad that he's staying up. He's like, I usually go to bed before now. But then immediately running off, like, oh, that means I get to stay up. (laughs) (laughs) It's that kid's sense of, oh, you're doing something that you shouldn't be, but you're not upset about it. Mm -hmm. Mom said we could stay up late to do the podcast. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. But, yeah. This, like, part... It's I call the challenger part is like, <laughs> they actually do like talk about themselves. They show like the process of how the music video is like the stages are done. Like they yeah talk to one of the pro- stage hands mm-hmm. and stuff, and it also shows them like looking over the, the footage that they already recorded. It's yeah, that I really dug that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes to making videos like that, especially when God. I always talk about Perfume's quality of production because they care about details, and that's very evident through this part of the production. Yeah, um, I really liked actually seeing them be like, wait, I think our mark is a little bit off relative to the camera. And like mm-hmm. just that whole thing of like, it's they weren't like jerks about it or anything. It was really endearing moment for them as like, people for me because it was them getting involved in the process without like being like you know the oh famous person being an asshole thing very much so and that's something that you probably would not see in an american production as much exactly like that was that was what surprised me not that i sit here and watch like a ton of music documentaries it's just never really been what i sit around and do but like very much like the difference in attitude between at least at least perfume and what you would be, what would be expected yeah. of like American stars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can only say that the only other music documentary that I've seen that I can think of off the top of my head was the Jared Leto documentary <laughs> about Thirty Seconds to Mars. I have how no... he was trying to go oh, move out right. a studio. 
goodness. Yeah, good luck with that. Gosh, I have no idea what you're even talking about. I think that just aged you. That's fair. It was it was on Hulu. <laughs> Gosh. It's going to sound like it's aging me, but it's not. But I remember uh-huh. vaguely. I don't remember anything about it. But when I was little, there was like my mom really likes the artist Sting. And <laughs> back in the VCR days, she had like Ooh. this Sting documentary. And I just remember it being in the background. But I couldn't tell you anything about what it said. I was a baby. <laughs> Yeah. Back really in the VCR days. Joe Leto documentary was that he was trying to go have 30 seconds to Mars go without a studio by the end yeah, of the documentary. He, he went back to the studio and <laughs> the only person that was somewhat likable was the drummer who they only had one like had sit down and interviewed for like a minute. Uh, and he was just talking about how well, he didn't expect to actually, like, when they was doing auditions for the drumming, he had, <laughs> like, like, he was, like, extremely poor. He didn't have anything. He used up all of his money to just go over multiple towns to go to this one audition just to, just to give it a shot. And That's super cool. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's like... He's the only likable person in that entire documentary. <laughs> oh, it's that. because he used to be a poor. Okay, probably he's like what it he's was one like of us. Nothing, and was able to actually work hard and you know achieve something. It's yeah. different. <laughs> and then you have Jared Leto over here in his mansion talking about how he doesn't have enough money to to produce a a CD. Duh. Let let the meat cake. <laughs> God, got him. So yeah, for a little bit of seeing perfume not being assholes, <laughs> it's very telling that they're not probably not actually assholes. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's very good at hiding it on camera, <laughs> unlike I mean, a certain, certain musician who I mean, likes a method yeah. act. Yeah, like they talked about in the beginning of the documentary, kind of how they started out very small and doing things on the street. They kind of come from a similar background of coming from nothing and turning into something. Mm -hmm. Um, Their origin is really interesting. Um, I don't know a lot about idol culture in Japan. I'm not going to pretend that I do, but I do know that it's very competitive and it's very difficult to get a foothold in something like that. And these girls. They were teenagers when they began this journey. So they've been doing this for years. They've come an incredible way. And it's it's just amazing watching people who do come from that performing on the street, hoping that something will touch people, actually getting to a point where their music touches people worldwide. Yeah. It's an inspiring story, frankly. And I think that's probably why that drummer guy that you were talking about was... Mm-hmm easier to listen to because he's relatable he's not like i came here with my million dollar fund from my father Mm, and i'm running Mm. this wonderful business and here's my music now right like i remember one of them saying like small loan of a million dollars (laughs) god damn it (laughs) but like i remember one of them saying like during that time like 
none of like none of them would allow themselves to say like anything bad about what was going on because they knew that if one of them did it would just break and i was like oh fuck that's that's an entire mood <laughs> yeah. yeah and technically they did lose a member yes um i looked because uh, i also yeah, skimmed over their Nochi uh wiki page. Not part of the group you didn't have nochi at first there was another role called kawayuka and she ended up leaving and nochi replaced her Oh. So that they three members, but a lot of oh, people okay. don't know that about them. Actually, was it wasn't just those three from the start? Nochi came in later. Okay, because like I I skimmed over their wiki page, so I saw that there was a fourth, but I did not look at like dates and got it into my head that they started off as a foursome. No, not at all. They've always been a perfect trifecta. I'm not Aww. religious, but they are basically the holy trinity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. If you look in their like not to be that person, but if you look in their music videos, they have a lot of triangle sim like symbolism. Yeah, Just they kind of do, don't they? I mean, they even have an album called Triangle for crying out loud. But <laughs> what is it? The uh. Nochi, the A Chan, and the Holy Kashiyuka. <laughs> God damn it! Fucking camp right now. Hang on a sec. <laughs> I do want to know what you guys thought of Challenger as um, a music piece, because this is I... um, a release that, like they said, kind of has been played with before. Mm -hmm. Huh? But it was released when they did. Um, he cued, which was kind of like a best of collection. And I was kind of curious what you guys thought of it as a song. Was this for one that they said that it was originally used for commercial for recy to promote recycling? That was Polyrhythm. Uh, Challenger is the one. Oh, gosh, I don't even know how to describe this one. Words. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> True. You were, uh, Veer, I think you called it the Challenger uh, segment. Yeah. Yep. I know the so, song. It was just said. Yeah. I didn't know if it was the same one that they was talking about being the one for the recycling commercial. Yeah, that one, that one was Polyrhythm. Okay. Uh, so the one that came after Polyrhythm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Fucking recycle or tomater is going to get you. I, I do have a question. Were they you supposed to be saying we are challenger? Yeah, yes. that took me a sec. Okay. That's what that I thought. Was... It just, when they were saying challenge it, it sounded like they were saying something else. Yeah. Yeah, the accent is a little weird just because of the way that um, speech patterns in Japan tend to be compared to English. So exactly, where we yeah. would say challenge they're like, challenge Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I think it was just the accent or just them not being able, not knowing enough English. Yeah, their English has gotten better, but, you know, with That's any fair. sort of, like, language <laughs> translation, if it's not your native language, there's going to be some mm -hmm. ips and oops in there somewhere. Exactly. They we can't they can't all be Utada here. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that... <laughs> and the fact that English is just about three or four other languages in a God, it really is, though. <laughs> probably doesn't help with learning it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, no, yeah. The fact that English is fucking fake doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still hard to believe that English is one of the most challenging languages in the world, and yet it's one of the most prevalent. That boggles yeah. my mind. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, there's this thing called a pity peel, is <laughs> Have you have you heard of it? <laughs> Very popular in England for a good while. Oh my god! <laughs> god save the queen! Wait, she's gone. <laughs> Too soon? God, God take the queen! God just kind of scratching the back of his head, kind of pulling on the collar of his shirt. <laughs> the queen comes back to life with a note that just says, I don't want her. <laughs> Must be awkward facing Princess Diana up there. Oh. Oof. Oh. Random Diana fact. Did you know that her grave is on a artificial island in a, in a lake? What? I did not know. <laughs> yeah. To keep people from just going over there, they made found a lake, made an island on it, and put her grave on it. That's <laughs> wild. I mean, if you have money, you might as well make it fun, right? Yeah. I mean, but like they, like he said, it's that was to keep people from like going up and bugging it, and like I could super see people doing that, too. Mm -hmm. Suddenly the pyramid it's, makes sense. Especially <laughs> considering all the conspiracy <laughs> theories around it. Around her oh my god. Another fun fact, she didn't actually die in the car crash. She died in the hospital. Yes, no, this people say she didn't die at all. Let's not, let's not get too far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a whole thing. Is people say she like it didn't really die. And it's like, y'all, just stop. Yeah, she either didn't die, she was, or she was assassinated, or she was taken by aliens. Yeah. Uh, it's but, a lot. Anyway, back to the theme. <laughs> I was about to say, I here, I ask about what you guys thought of Challenger, and then we end up in Princess Diana. I, I, you know, I song. don't know. Conversations are hard. I enjoyed it. <sighs> yeah. It, like, aside from just the, the awkwardness of, like, how Challenger is said each time, uh, aside, mm -hmm. which I know they said it a lot, so you would think that would be, like, a big knock, but other than that, I like the song overall. Yeah. Cool, cool. I, I was actually kind of, I was happy when that song was featured, because kind of sad they didn't include this in the documentary. When they were making the music video, they made some sort of contest, and people could submit ideas for this music video. Huh. And they ended up using a concept that a young boy drew. I think he was like mm, 10 or 12. And his costumes, his set design, everything got used for this video. And it oh, matches the neat. song so well. It's amazing. You should watch it. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I'm sad yeah. that they left out so many interactions like that that Perfume has with their fans. Because ugh, that was one of the big highlights for me when I found about that. Like, if the whole documentary was like for second half of it, it probably yeah. would have had those bits in it. Mm-hmm. Instead of all the parts where it's like, isn't Disney so great? 
Uh, Mikey, <laughs> Mikey, yeah, we we know why you're here. We, mm-hmm. uh, <sighs> uh, the the mouse was was not gonna let them get away with not talking him up. Yeah, I mean, any press is good press, but still. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, after challenging, that's when it's part of your real time and. You actually get to see how the dances are planned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really cool liked the, um, the talks with their choreographer. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore Mikiko Sensei, and I, <laughs> I love her choreography. I'm one of those weird people that likes to learn choreography from the idols. That's so fair. It's amazing getting to see the patterns, the way Mikiko structures her dances. A lot of it is very symbolic, depending on the song. She's she's really incredible at what she does, and I'm glad that she had a chance to shine. Yeah. Also, it was really cute, and I laughed a little bit when they were, like, kicking their legs, trying to imitate a mermaid tail. Mm-hmm. Adorable. Freaking adorable. Was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, these, these women are two years older than me, but that's fucking cute. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. What can I say? Yeah. The golden trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> the holy trinity. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> now you're getting it. You'll join the cult eventually. What? 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 I didn't say anything. Uh huh. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Doubt. But, yeah, eventually, you will get to the actual song, Part of Your World. Yeah, which again, video pretty good. It's obviously a slap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all the other music videos. Obviously. We get a little bit of a kind of outro, like sound off interview bit, I think. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the there's the uncut hit music videos come before or after the credits. After the credits, because I thought yeah. they were I thought it was done and I was like, cool, I'm just gonna roll over and mess around on my phone for a bit. <laughs> the story started up. I was like, hold on <laughs> No, literally I was, I was I was like going through the credits like half crying and texting my partner like I enjoyed the movie, it was so good and, and I was like again? Wait, we going? <laughs> yeah, I think I, for me, it was that I had checked the t- they tell how much was left before the credits hit. Oh, like, that's fair. Okay, there's like 20 minutes left, and then the credits start rolling, and it's like, hold on. I checked <laughs> Wait. again, it's like, hmm, there's a good bit still left. <laughs> We're getting a extended Marvel-style after <laughs> <laughs> Nick Fury comes to ask him to join the Avengers. Yeah, there we go. They mm-hmm. they rolled in the credits from Tangled and uh, Little Mermaid just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it hadn't been released in 2020, they could have totally used that as like an announcement for another world tour, and I would have been psyched. But Ooh. sadly, it was little of ye old plague. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this was filmed during the plague times, wasn't it? Yeah. There's that. Mm-hmm. 
Because, yeah, no, that whole section where they were talking about, like, man, I really want to, like, be able to, like, be able to tour internationally and stuff. I was like, yeah, they deserve it. They've done it a few times. I actually went to a couple of their world tours. Um, Oh, neat. I was at the Cosmic Explorer Tour in 2016. That was the first time I got to see them live. They were in Chicago. So I got to drive all the way over there. I made um, an outfit for the second time I went to see them from one of my favorite songs that they did. There you when go. they released Future Pop. I, I was so psyched to see them both times. I literally, my mom described me as a Beatles fan, literally sobbing as I came out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that shit pissed me off because it did show like a few clips of like them playing in other areas. And fucking, of course, they went to goddamn texas yeah growing up in arkansas that has uh, always pissed me off like bands will be like oh we're doing a u.s tour i'm like great these are guys that i like not that i have a ton of money but i've gotten to go to all of two concerts in my life maybe they'll come oh never mind their closest stop is like five hours away in texas not even five hours more more than that texas is fucking huge The only bummer about not living in a major city, even though I've made a vow to never live in a major city, because that's always where the uh, Godzilla monsters strike and you know the <laughs> invade. <laughs> okay, unironically, the best argument against living in cities. As well, as much as I advocate for for walkable cities and shit like that, you know what? It's literally every time there's some sort of like natural disaster in movies, they're just like Chicago has been hit by a hurricane suddenly, or <laughs> yeah, uh, no, fuck that. New Orleans has a monster emerging from the ocean and it's going to kill everybody. <laughs> Tokyo has Damn been it. overrun by Godzilla again. Again. At this point, he just lives here now. You know. Basically. <laughs> we. We got him. We got him an apartment in Shinjuku. Mm-hmm. He beats up the other monsters, so we're cool with him. With all the destruction he makes. There we go. <laughs> yeah, because like sometimes Godzilla is like the hero in his movies. It's unclear. Mm-hmm. You never know. It really depends on who's producing the movie and what the themes yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, I just fucking remembered fucking Brian Cranston it, just angrily going Moichido, and I was like, oh, god damn it. Moichido. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even remember what he was trying to warn, like, what exactly he was trying to say. There was some kind of danger, but he <laughs> all I caught in the middle of uh, whatever his quote was, that that line just sticks out, him going Moichido, in like the angriest voice I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, the old Godzilla movies. The one scene that, su- for some reason, stuck with me is a scene of the human characters in one of the movies where I forget what the context was, but like one of the main guys was like, it was like nighttime, and one of the main guys was walking around. And I think he was talking to some, was trying to talk to someone or something, and the comic relief character that. The main guy didn't know, came up behind him, and was like, and the guy fainted because he thought he was being held at gunpoint, and it turned out the Conjure Leaf guy, which was, quote-unquote, 
since it was like the 70s or 60s or whenever the mm-hmm. old Godzilla movies was oh, made. The old ones. It was a fat guy as a comic relief, and it's like, it was just a carrot. No. God. I mean, corn. It wasn't a carrot, it was a corn cob. That was... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what the fuck? Man, not was... to be that person, but my favorite anime is Steins Gate. And there's a point in Steins Gate where um, the main character is kind of trying to find this character that's been, you know, a double agent. And he doesn't have a gun. He doesn't have anything like that. He's just an 18-year-old kid. So he has this, like, <laughs> squirt gun looking ass remote controller that he invented and he, like, puts it to her back behind her and she's just like, oh shit, here's a gun. But it's obviously oh, yeah. not fun. Man, I forget they were all, like, college students in Steins Gate, weren't they? Holy shit. You've seen Steins Gate? Oh, bless. Yeah. They're my friends now. No, that's the, I was gonna ask because um, when Beer posted the link in the chat to your um, to your Instagram and you had Tutharu on there and I was like, like fucking unlocked the the memory of her just going Tutharu. My issue is my wife. <laughs> She's very good, is the thing. She's very good. <laughs> I'll have to send you a picture of my Steinscape shrine. Hey. Unironically, if, Veer and other listeners, if you haven't seen Signsgate, pretty good. Yes, absolutely. It has been my favorite for going on, gosh, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love how Veer confirms. He's like, yep, 10 years. I know. I've had to listen to you talk about it for 10 years. <laughs> it's I've been good is the thing. They made, <laughs> they made a Have time machine. Not? Oh my freaking God, man. They made a time machine out of a microwave, and it runs on bananas and chicken nuts. I know the bits. I know who (laughs) I am mad scientist, son of a bitch. (laughs) I know Uh, the bits. It's just, it's it's good is the thing. I think at this point, if I do watch it, I'm not going to tell anyone that I've watched it. (laughs) Just keep a facade of... Not having seen it. <laughs> That's even so funnier, asshole. actually. <laughs> Just, like, randomly start making references to it, and people are like, hey, wait, oh, you finally seen it? No, what are you talking about? I understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ooh, this yo-yo lights up. Christians. Yeah, what? Quest- Sorry, I got distracted. Oh. Going back to the thing. There we go. That's There's a the good There's the mailbag. Okay. <laughs> fucking, I forgot about Aurora's fucking Full Metal Alchemist pose. God damn it. <laughs> Way to spoil that surprise. <laughs> I was scrolling up. Okay, like there we go. Jump scare. Boom. FMA. All of <laughs> jump, fucking jump scare, Al. Yeah. There we go. His freaking duck face. That thing is the most terrifying shit ever. <laughs> okay. Um, all of these questions, again, come from Aurora. This week posting as my listener story, Aurora. <laughs> if your uh, First question. If your whole self were made into a fragrance, what would it be called? What would it smell like? And what would its bottle... And what's its bottle shaped as? I have very little sense of smell, so I don't actually know what I smell like. So I had my wife smell me, 
And she said that I smelled vaguely citrusy. So then I said vitamin C, then. That's, That's all a I good got. And the bottle would be like a lemon wedge or something. I don't know. Gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, exactly. I love, I, I love my partner. Um, <laughs> they, they said um, I smell like an old cat lady. So <laughs> I guess I smell like. I don't know, yarn fibers and cat hair. I don't know what that would be called. Cat. Y'all are <laughs> Call it Cats 2020. Cat 2020. Go for it. Mm-hmm. it. I guess the bottle would be shaped like a cat. Maybe <gasps> yeah. a lucky cat. And like you push the arm down and dispense the perfume. We'll go with that. <gasps> Ooh, oh, that's really good. That's a good design, though. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Well, I don't have anyone to smell me, but I do use almond shampoo, almond scented shampoo. So I'm gonna Ooh. go with almonds instead of my smell. And the name of the fragrance will be Almond Gallon. Oh dang! I was gonna go with something like Absolute Nutcase, but I like that better. It's edgy and it's a pun, so it works. There we go. All right. uh, Next question. Welcome back back to Aurora Post Less Than Hinge Questions because I feel spiteful in having to watch a documentary. That's You're valid in that. We're not watching a documentary next time. Uh, (laughs) Kat missed this time not because she fell asleep, but because she got sick, so we're not going to hold that against her. Yeah, we're going to show anyway. mercy. And also because a war would probably kill us if if we did one more documentary <laughs> in a row. Right? Uh, this documentary is worth watching. That is also fair. It's also yeah. not very long, and it's good. So, there you yeah. go. Uh, anyway, you gotta sing a Disney song. What is it? You might be held at gunpoint by Mortimer. <laughs> okay, if we're uh, fucking bringing back Mortimer into this, because that's not even Mickey. That's a whole other thing. But, the... <laughs> Only Disney song that I have memorized well enough to be able to just belt it out at gunpoint is This Is Halloween. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Because when I worked at Kroger, when I was bored, I would, like, actively try to make myself remember This Is Halloween. I don't know why. I just picked that one. Having to work at Kroger. There you go. Wait, what? I said, first of all, my condolences for having to work at Kroger. Second of all, you have good taste. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it sucked a guy once just grabbed my arm and both of my arms to like fondle me and stare at my tattoos and it was the most uncomfortable thing i've ever had bruh people have no respect to people that work in like customer service positions like that oh my god the disrespect (laughs) in my current job i'm dealing with the creeper myself this 70 year old guy grabbed me sir no. Like, it was, it was not cool. Not okay. I don't know. Fuck away. Why, why people think that you, if you work in a job like that, you are um, an object and you can just be, like, verbally abused and Ugh. physically made uncomfy. Just, just no. Fucking stop. Literally. A- anyway, anyway, something happier. What, were yeah. you, what would y'all's songs be? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess my song, considering it doesn't say that it has to be on the spot... Oh, that's I'd probably say um, 
Hmm. I would probably say... I don't know. Jim song from Treasure Planet? That's, that's fair. I can't even remember what it's called, but I know the one that you're talking about. <laughs> Either yeah. that or... Make the distance from Hercules. Oh, go oh, the distance. There you go. Those are both really good. What song would you choose? Um, gosh, if I had to sing a Disney song, it would probably either be Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas, because that was like Bear. the movie I watched on repeat when I was a kid. Or my forever earworm, We Don't Talk About Bruno. <gasps> Also fair. Yeah. Bro, we, me and my one coworker from my last job loved that song so much. <laughs> we made a spoof of it about our manager. Hey. <laughs> nice. Literally, I don't know what it is about that song, but it's so perfect in every way. <laughs> it's fun. Like, the music in Encanto was, like, created in a lab to be catchy and win awards. Basically. Even when you just change all the words to rats. <laughs> <laughs> My kids got fucking stuck on that for a while. <laughs> it's a good movie. What can I say? It is. Uh, so uh, let me see. next question is, is this movie a big ad for Disney movies? Yes, 100%. Definitely yes. The second half... <laughs> actual documentary about perfume yeah <laughs> there we go it's 50 percent ad 50 percent what you actually came here to see mm-hmm. yeah uh, i wish that there was more documentary and less disney but this is also disney we're talking about they will consume all you will be assimilated resistance is futile yeah pretty much they're the borg but happier i guess they're the Borg with a smile on their face. Basically, there yeah, is no there Borg bossing, say. Don't worry. <laughs> I am Locutus of Disney. Locutus <laughs> of Disney? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay, anyway. Uh, what fake cartoon band do you want to get their own backstage documentary? The correct answer is obviously the Hex Girls. Huh. But that might also be because I've been watching a lot of Scooby-Doo lately. Well, since the hate skills are already taken, I'm going to say <laughs> the band that Sonic and his siblings are in in Sonic oh, Underground. Shit. Oh, oh no. shit, that's right. Gotta go fast. <laughs> Their mother will be found. <laughs> they made a vow. <laughs> I, oh man! Sometimes you I just remember that that about exists. the actual show, but the intro of it is actually a pretty catchy song, right? <laughs> it's a shame that they never, their mom was never found. <laughs> I have no idea what any of this means. Uh, there was a Sonic cartoon that decided it wanted to be like a cyberpunk dystopia. And so mm-hmm. the backstory of it was that Sonic and his uh, siblings Manic and um, I don't remember their sister's name. The pink one. The pink yeah, girl. Manic, Manic and Girl. 
<laughs> all three of them were like separated at birth and sent to like live in different areas of the planet, basically. But they all yeah, had... royalty. Bro, what <laughs> they the all fuck? they all had these pendants that conveniently look exactly like musical instruments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they and... got the opportunity to have chaos emeralds. I this, think this yeah, was actually uh, before Chaos Emeralds. Where it might have been, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I think this, like, was, this like was like the 90s. precursor, I guess. Gotcha. Because like they could get power-ups from their medallions, if I remember right. Mm. But they also, yeah. more importantly, could they just summon like... the musical <laughs> instruments and the shock rays to yeah. destroy the robots. Uh, it, yeah, it was like Dr. Robotnik had completely... Got, like, like one season, but it was like one of the... It was one of the series that was kind of building up to the possibility of, like, a big finale where they would finally meet their mom. Yeah. Because all the episodes would end with the mom in the background looking over them. (laughs) And then going, like, it's still too soon. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What's it? Hang on. What what is... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> a seer warns of a deadly fate give up your children, separate bide your time, lie in wait Sonic Underground <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> <sighs> like the entire theme song is just like these kids are trying to find their mom and it, it like the the last lines are they made a vow, their mother will be found Sonic Underground <laughs> that's a weird cult chant and I'm not I'm not for this it's insane. It's so good. Their mother was never found. The show got cancelled after like the first or second season. <laughs> Sounds uh, like there was a reason for it. I mean, you're not wrong. Oh. The show wasn't actually that good. The song yeah. was just catchy. Let me. See, what was the sister's name? I got it. This is bugging me now. Well, you can look that up. I guess. I guess I'll get to think about. What I would want Sonya. to have a documentary done about. <laughs> oh gosh. Her her name was Sonia, the hedgehog. Sonia. Their, their <laughs> mom's name was Queen Alina, and apparently Knuckles That's... was in this thing. All right. I then. Mm. Gosh, what's what's the name of the group from freaking Angel Beats? Is it Girls Dead Monster? Ah, oh, shit. I don't remember. I think it's Girls Dead Monster. I would love to, like... I know it, technically they kind of have a documentary about them in the show, but... You know. It would be cool to see more about Girls Dead Monster. Not Angel Bears. Angel Beats. Bam. Yep, Girls Dead Monster. Sweet. I do know my, my weeb shit. <laughs> don't worry. Weeb test. I remember. <laughs> in okay. Next question was: In the cool robot cyberpunk future, what would your upgrades be? Man, I just want to do like um, what was his name? Silver from Treasure Planet. How his entire arm was just a multi-tool. Mm-hmm. That shit's neat. Folding it out, peeling potatoes. I'm gonna say on brand and just say I get Zeus powers. <laughs> Let God me fly. It. I want I want to be able to have wings. Just let me fly. That is all. Thank you. There you go. Big robot wings. Yes. 
Uh, here we go. I thought this was going to be a documentary on like the actual band and their history, but it's seeming like that. Like it's not that. You're not wrong, Aurora. I feel that like I'm losing my sanity. <laughs> she she goes. I feel like I'm losing my sanity because they just keep talking about Disney shit and they keep practicing their Disney music dance. Anyways, what's a cool shiny Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely not wrong. And I mean, I know we already touched on this, but it's basically a Disney ad. So yeah, it really is. Yeah. He's playing um, in the second half, but by then they don't have enough time to actually talk about stuff. They yep. missed it so much. I hope that they do another one where they're actually just doing it for themselves and it's not Disney sponsored. Because yeah. I feel like then you could actually touch on stuff that, you know, is actually interesting. Like having Kawayuka as one of the original founding members that nobody knows about. Um, yeah. They, They'd be able to touch on their home tours and their world tours and show some clips from that. They could talk about being featured at Coachella, which is really cool because they oh, were yeah, the very right, first um, girl idol group from Japan to be featured at that music festival. Like, they could have totally touched on all that stuff, but, but nah. because of the ad, they didn't. <laughs> the mouse must get his due. Ugh, I know that they probably wouldn't have talked about this anyway, but there were rumors before 2020 went to shit that they were going to be part of the opening for the Olympics. Ah, That obviously Fucking... fell through because they God. didn't feature, but that also had a lot to do with bureaucracy and Japanese corporation men being shit. Yeah. So. We did have the prime minister dressed up as Mario. That was a long time ago. That wasn't 2020. <laughs> Wasn't it? What? Uh, I was. I'm pretty sure I was still working on a bowling alley for that, so that would have been like the somewhere in the teens. I have no memory of this. That's fair. Like, it was. It was for like a minute. Like during the opening ceremony, like came up like out of a fucking warp pipe dressed as Mario, and like then proceeded to give some kind of like commencement speech or some shit. That's literally amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, anyway, cool shiny Pokemon. I like Sandalore. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, Sylveon? Isn't Sylveon, like, Ooh. blue and pink? Yeah, places? Sylveon's a good shiny. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know yeah, enough, so enough about Pokemon to pick a favorite shiny. That's also fair. Uh, you can do but the easy answer and just say Haxorus. I mean, Eevee's been my favorite Pokemon for years, so I guess any shiny version of Eevee in any evolution would be cool for me. Hey. Unfortunately, no. Leafeon's shiny kind of sucks. It's just a little bit darker, if I remember right. That's stupid. Yeah, I hate the ones that do that. I hate it when uh, they do that. <laughs> uh, here we go. She <laughs> busts out next with... It's Pokemon Go uh, Hoenn Tour when this is being recorded, so who's cooler, Lilip or Anorith? They both I I don't do a ton with the fossil Pokemon a lot of the time, but they both I I have no opinion. Yes, I agree. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what's your favorite anime opening? Fucking, I don't know, there are too many. Uh, Cruel Angel's Thesis is a fucking banger. Isn't that the Smile one from Evangelion? That is mm -hmm. the one from Evangelion. Fucking Smile Bomb from Yu Yu Hakusho will never not be a bop. 
Um, Obviously, the best answer for this question would be <laughs> he, when the Fire Nations attacked from Avatar. God damn it. I, I thought mean, you were just going to read off the answer that she gives lower down. Gosh. I mean, you're not wrong, I mean, but then me and my coworker also listened to What Up People from Death Note at work today while we were loading stocks, so I mean, God. Death Note's always yeah. a bang. Yeah, I think this is more of a, like, what timing period of when did the song come out, because that yeah. also depends on... Well, like, every JoJo opening is going to qualify for really good openings. Mm-hmm. Gosh, and my like, I'd Sorry. say going for more modern anime, I'd be split between either Pretty Boy Detective Club's <laughs> opening or the second opening for Ranking of King. There you go. Oh, since it hasn't been said yet, uh, Cowboy Bebop has a really good opening. Tank, Tank. kicks mm-hmm. ass. Tank is amazing. Yeah. Freaking iconic. It's hard to believe that that song was entirely freestyled. Oh, that's right. Uh, but also a good one is that Aurora, a little bit lower down, uh, comes in with um, saying that the the first opening from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is her correct answer, which is also fair. Again, kicks ass. I love Again. It's a masterpiece. Also, Yui is... I don't know how she talks at the speed of light like that, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Also, the original opening for Pokemon is good. Like, yeah! Version. That's definitely a classic. Yeah. And then in the, at least the the dub of Pokemon Black and White, like, all of their openings just sound like Kristen Rock, which is weird. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand how that happened, but all right. I'm gonna have to listen to this now because you've sparked my curiosity, and I have—I don't watch Pokemon. Like I said, I'm oh. not a big Pokemon person, but now I need to know because I've never heard that ever describing Pokemon before. Well, Pokemon Black if and you play White. Christian Rock backwards, it becomes Satan Rock. <laughs> Anime openings. Wait, I should also add English because, yeah. There we go. Let me see. Okay, there we go. I think this is like... Actually, this might not be all of them. But either way, I'm, I'm going to post it in the chat. And you'll see what I mean. Uh, that, uh, come on. There you go. You got that for later. <laughs> uh, what was her next question? Oh yeah, what? Why is? Let me see if I can say this the way that she typed it. Lidged machine here. <laughs> she meant Lightning McQueen, and because the world is sometimes a terrible place is why. Bro, is that the question about why is Lightning McQueen here? Yeah, yes. it's a shot of like. Ah, I'm trying to see what. what um. Oh, it was, obviously, it would have been when they were doing um, polyrhythm in the movie, but yeah, they've got mm-hmm. just lightning projected up behind them. That that felt very jarring for me, especially, I mean, you got to see how they actually usually do their projections and the kind of um, digital art that they tend to use in the background, the graphics. It was very yeah. jarring. 
seeing freaking Tomater on the screen behind them, and it made me want to scream. That actually bothered me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good, is the thing. God, I forget that these things all have lips. It's not okay. Who, they're who decided that the- They deserved better than cars. They deserved better. They did. Who decided that the cars should have lips? Why? Just, just why? <laughs> I, anyway, scrolling past that because I don't I don't wanna. <laughs> now she she posted she made a Twitter post that sadly no one seems to have commented on yet that says hello and welcome to anime ampersand. <laughs> we'll now be taking over the question section of Disney minus podcast and then now declare the episode about my music story perfume to now be about the hit anime Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Ask questions relating to alchemists, brothers, and metal, and then no one did. We we will accept the FDA slander over perfume. Thank you. This is this is the perfume cult indicting force here. You will join. Pretenders to the throne. Fucking <laughs> she chimes in with, "I welcome you to the dumbest bit of all time, anime ampersand." Anyway, what cool alchemy powers would you use? In Full Metal Alchemist world. I feel like I had an idea for one at one point, but I don't remember it anymore. I watched that so long ago that I don't even remember really how it works other than the law of equivalent exchange. I mean, basically, but like... Is a lot of chemistry? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was bad at <laughs> like, it. Um, like, all of the military ones have like specializations, like the guy who makes explosions, the guy who makes mm-hmm. statues of himself, the guy... Who makes weapons? Um, the guy who's actually—I don't think the guy who spun. No, he was attacked by Scar. So the guy who spins around really fast must have some kind of alchemy that we didn't get to see. I don't fucking God. know. Like Ed was the only one that didn't really seem like he had a specialty, and his specialty was just whatever I need right now. Pretty much. Yeah, his specialty was not needing a circle. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's true. Yeah, his specialty was watch me draw a perfect se- circle in 0.2 seconds with all these symbols and everything inside. <laughs> I literally work at the speed of light. That is my power. God damn it. No, he just needed to clap his hands and he could just do it. He didn't need the circle at all. Clap Can your you hands if you believe. But that's why everyone had specialty. He's because you had to. Yeah. Alchemic. Yeah. The circle that you made to use alchemy with. Yeah also dictated like what What it was gonna do do, yeah like there was the the basic that like they would just draw whenever they like needed something in the moment but otherwise yeah that's why later on when mustang ends up seeing the truth and able to just do alchemy (laughs) like ed (laughs) he still does the flames because that's what he's used to just bring up an entire pillar as covered Instead of just doing explosions. Because yeah. he doesn't need a circle to do that anymore. I like that he did still mostly rely on explosions, because that's what he's used to. Mm-hmm. And I love that Armstrong's thing was just, I turn things into me. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's really good. <sighs> Actually, a there's like a... What, what Full Metal Alchemist power do you think that the members of Perfume would each have? Ooh. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> it's... I, Let's just I, go I, for I it. don't know. Uh, shit. Uh, shit. 
Um, let's, start, let's start with Achan, the kind of leader of the group. What do you think that Achan would have? Okay, I got that vibe from her. She seemed like she was she always ended up in the middle more often. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to remember like what all other powers there even were on display. I'm going to say she's a Mustang. <laughs> has explosion. She's Blown able shit to do up. explosions. I can also, see that. fun fact. Like, even though it seemed like Roy Mustang was snapping his fingers, since you can't actually snap your fingers with gloves, oh, that's what right. he was actually ah. doing was just rubbing the cloth of the gloves together to make <laughs> the spark, because they had custom gloves that made sparks when you rub them together. Yeah, the snapping and sound the is snap, like just the... The snap is the sound of the air like suddenly disappearing and then the flame just popping up. Yeah. I love Arakawa, like, thinking to add that in. Because that, that explanation is in the manga, too. That's actually pretty cool. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Because, like, most of the time you just accept it. Like, yeah, okay, he's snapping his fingers. Sure. <laughs> like, they didn't... Having that power. She could, she could definitely do that. She's kind of like the spark of perfume. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, how about Nochi? Eh. Yeah. And she is the one that wasn't part of the original group. Right. Yeah, she came in later, but she's been with them for pretty much the entirety of how famous they've been. Mm-hmm. Um hmm. I don't know. Um, I, let me, I think she's, from what I've gotten from her personality, from the documentary at least, I'm going to say her alchemy pass is the same as pop fan favorite state alchemist, this <laughs> Lisa Hawkeye for sharpshooter alchemist. God damn it. Whose alchemy specialty is gun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's another thing that, like, gets a full-ass explanation. A lot of people assume that she, like, is using alchemy for her bullets or something and, like, must have, like, really tiny no. circles drawn on. No. No, she's just <laughs> using guns. Yeah, she's just that good. Mm-hmm. She's basically Annie Oakley over here. Yes! Yeah, Full Metal Alchemist is very good at showing that in a world with magic, Sometimes. you still have technologies because... <laughs> You have to be really smart to be able to do magic. <laughs> Why do smart when gun go boom? Exactly. Mm. Sometimes gun is enough. <laughs> Good lord. Okay, last uh, but not least, the queen of my trifecta in my <laughs> Kashyuka. Same thing as Louis Armstrong. <laughs> she makes things into herself or to into statues of the group. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Or shoots out stone spikes from her knuckles. <laughs> That's actually funny considering she's the most mild person in the group. <laughs> God, I love that though. It's so good. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay. And let me see. We had one or two more. Hang on. Uh, ba ba ba. Oh, yeah, here we go. Can anyone explain why there's like 20 minutes uh, replaying the songs after the end credits? Uh, because why not? Because, because why not? Did you guys say slap? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can go with the technical route and say, like I think I mentioned, it's it's just basically recapping the videos they shot during the documentary without interruptions as full yeah. clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but which also, is honestly really neat in and of itself. But fanfare. You need the fanfare. It's there exactly. because it's called, it's called an encore. It's like <laughs> it's called an encore, sweaty. The encore. It's peekaboo for adults. It's like there all these but it maybe if you clap loud enough, we'll come back out again. Hello, we're back. We're dancing again. We. Oh God damn it! You're not wrong. Is the thing. <laughs> 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 oh, I hate it. Oh, that's <laughs> why. No, why would you? That's literally what it is. You can't tell oh. me I'm wrong. <laughs> oh fuck! I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> How could you say oh. something so controversial yet so true? <laughs> God. All right. And that's the end of questions. That's basically episode. Uh, hang on. Getting stuff pulled up. There we go. Okay. I guess if y'all want to plug yourselves first, I will get everything else after. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you can find me pretty much at any at with this particular username. Musoka Miu. That's M-U-S-O-K-A-M-I-Y-U. Yeah. Um, I post cosplay stuff with yeah. my partner. Oh, if you like that, then feel free to follow. <laughs> um, you can find me, Deferring Nero, and not anyone else. <laughs> God damn it! On, I'm never on prepared. Twitter, at Dragon Smoochie, on co-host at Dragon Snuggler, and. And you can fa- follow my definitely Nero, not anyone else. This <laughs> is on podcasts such as Pre- Podcast of Power, Radio Free Hydrant, <laughs> Prime, and Prime Cuts. Look, I know you said a lot of words, but I don't understand what any of those words mean. I've never prepared for this bit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we we had a host named Nero who had to drop out for a little while. They have said that they'll come back at some point whenever they are able. They had to move and had like mm-hmm. other stuff going on. Um, but <laughs> what do you mean? I mean I'm here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I know I had a case of the moving, so my voice is kind of funny. But still, case of the moving. <laughs> can't oh my god anyway um oh wait i was gonna read cats off uh but yeah disney minus is at disney minus pod uh cat is at z minus 87 obviously she's here and i've successfully dragged her into um another one that me and uh, me and beer do that i'll get to in a minute she's also on our off weeks our uh the reverse rebirth episodes where i'm dragging her not exactly kicking and screaming more just dead weightly <laughs> through the kingdom hearts series <laughs> Um, 
And then I am on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. There's also... I almost said Disney Minus Pod again. There's also Resi Beats Pod for Resonant Beats, <laughs> which has me and Beer and now Cat all doing um, tabletop stuff. And I'm running season three, and I'm playing Yoshikage Kira. There's also Cloth Wednesdays, where I just post a picture of that Pokemon cloth every Wednesday because I like to see it. And there's that underscore tastic, where, dear God, I better be back to posting by the time this episode goes up. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious to see how this turned out. I've never done anything like this before, and I probably sound like an absolute numbskull. I mean, you're you're in good company at least. Mm-hmm. And so before I was... we go out, it is. Why don't you it tell is... us what the next movie will be, Stephen? Yes, it is my pick for the next movie. I was going to have Cat um, participate in this, but she was not here. So instead, I'll leave it to the two of you. I um, I think I'm getting searched again. I'm not getting searched again. Okay. Anyway, I'll read that later. Anyway, I had two, but now it's three um, for you to choose from. Uh, We can do one is a movie that I genuinely really like, and it's unironically one of my favorite movies of all time and is also just a good Disney movie. Two is one that I have not seen, but reviews say that it sucks, and based on the title, I can only assume that that's true, which means that we will probably just spend the whole time dunking on it. And then three, we can also just do cars too, I guess, since they're in it. <laughs> so the two of you, vote Ooh. now on your phones. Ooh. I'm kind of stuck between cars two and the one that you haven't seen before, mostly because I think those would be really interesting for content. That's fair. Plus, cars two would have a tie into your previous episode, so you could kind of, you know. Exactly, continuity. Segue into that. Mm-hmm. Talk about perfume some more. Plug some, plug some more perfume. You know. Just oh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be mad at that scene now. Send, send people out to listen to perfume on Spotify. <laughs> boost their numbers. Buy their albums. <laughs> Support the Golden Goddess trifecta. This has been your public service announcement. Mm-hmm. I would say, definitely of my own opinion, not because someone has come over behind me with a gun. I would say, cause two. <laughs> Oh, fun. Okay. I gotta. I forgot to get the list pulled up. Hang on a sec. Where is there? This Disney list. Now, where the fuck is Cars 2? You know what? I'm just gonna do search. Find and replace. Cars 2. There it is. That was in 2011. In the year of our <laughs> Lord. Scrolling all the way down. You mean the year of our ladies? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I'll I forgot say, to. <laughs> the blasphemy in this chat. <laughs> I forgot to add my music story perfume onto the list. Hang on a sec. Lamau? How could you? <laughs> I don't check your window. Told myself I would like copy and paste it later, then I didn't. Don't check I was like, your That's window. a lot to type. Don't check your window. <laughs> don't check your window. Don't do it. Do not look behind you. Hang on one sec. Correcting that now. What year did this come out? 2020. There we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beep. Beep. Wow. For a second, I thought the Fauci documentary was 2011 also. And I was like, wow. But no, it, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Wow, they really saw the future there, didn't they? <laughs> I think Disney Plus wasn't even a thing in 2011, was it? 
What? No. No, but... I didn't think that Disney Plus was a thing back then. Oh, oh, oh no, yeah, no, it wasn't. All I right, so that's that. Um, <laughs> we'll do... Well, to be fair, the Fauci documentary was a National Geographic made one. <laughs> that is true. But it is on Disney Plus, so... Do they count it? Who? <laughs> it was gonna happen eventually, so next time we will be doing Cars 2. The Revengeance. The Electric Boogaloo. The... The, the totally not Jake Tom Ripoff. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, like I said, it was gonna happen at some point.